I'll swallow your soul! Welcome everyone to another episode of Coffins and Coffee with Dave and Ophelia. And we swore, we had we were having a conversation earlier how this is not going to turn into an episode talking about conspiracy theories. Because <laughs> I've had my fill this week and I, ju- I just can't do it again. But, you know, I understand that people are, are sort of feeling displaced and um, they need maybe an escape. They need something to take their mind off of things. They need hobbies, maybe. I've t- I've taken up uh, what I call doodling this week. I wouldn't say it's drawing, <laughs> but doodling for sure. Doodle. You said doodle on the podcast. I've, I did say that. Well, I'll bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty for sure those, like for doodle's those, the worst word that's been said on this podcast. Yeah. I think we said eight about 20 of- times in like the other podcast. You did. Hey. I'm a gentleman. You- You're from the bush. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, all right, Dan. I'm not from the fucking bush. Why do people keep saying that? It's tr- like, I'm not in the bush. Just so everyone knows, I don't live in the bush. I don't have a Let me ask you a question. Head. Let me ask you a question. That's just, just really a shame. I don't understand. Well, let me, I, I have a question to ask. Why don't Australians have kangaroos as pets? Because, like, if you've ever seen a kangaroo, they're not that big. I mean, they can get big. But, like, you guys have, like, small species, right? There are smaller ones, but, like, if you look at, like, red kangaroos, like, some of them are, like, over six feet tall. If they stand up, like, Yeah, sure. Then <clears throat> their hind legs, if they kick you, like, they can disembowel you. Yeah, listen, I understand that. But in America, we keep tigers as pets. And tigers are the world's apex predator, in my opinion. So, like, I would assume that after enough generations of hanging around with kangaroos, you could have domesticated them. Not saying you should have. I'm just saying. There's some big dogs. Yeah, some dogs are very big. And dogs have jaws like, you know, that could just rip your throat out. Yeah. And they're domesticated. You know Every what day, I live in every day as a pet. You get Carol Baskin's husband. That's what you get. Listen, listen, let's talk about that for a second, okay? So first off, you haven't even seen that show. Number one, I've seen enough. Number two, number two, I feel a little bit bad for Carol Baskins. In fact, I feel a lot bad for Carol Baskins because whether or not she killed her husband or not, I don't know. He was a scumbag, though. So I wouldn't even be mad if she killed him and fed him to her cats. Secondly, like, I'm not saying, I don't think any of those animals should be in captivity, but it feels like it's these, it's mostly men who are polygamists, who are, in many instances, brainwashing their partners. In the instance of Joe Exotic, he actually seduced, at least they claim to be straight men, into a into gay marriages with a combination of meth and... Uh, trucks and tigers and guns. So how is it that of all the characters introduced in that show, the woman who maybe killed her cheating, no good scumbag of a husband, the bad guy? Well, fuck. I don't know. Yeah, didn't think about that, did you? Well, maybe we all take something away from this. It's misogyny <laughs> in Netflix documentaries about tigers. Yeah, listen. I mean, if someone came to you and said, yo... I've got tigers and trucks and meth. Oh my! Be my husband. No, it's so much better yes. than that. 
No, it's so much better than that. Did you? Have, I don't know how much of this. I know you watched a little bit of the show, right? Right. I watched like three episodes, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm bored okay. of this. I'm gonna watch murder shows instead." Did Did you see? Did you see how Joe Exotic sort of convinced these guys to be gay? I mean, again, like I said, I watched bits and pieces of it. I think I got up to the part where they were showing like their wedding and stuff. Like, <laughs> okay, you might have missed this line, but it's so great. So he goes up to them and he says, "Do you watch porn?" And the guy says, yeah. And then, well, first he says, are you gay? He's like, no, I'm straight. He's like, all right, do you watch porn? He's like, yes. He's like, do you watch just girl-on-girl porn or do you watch porn with men? And he's like, well, I guess I watch porn with men. And then Joe Exotic says, well, I guess you ain't that straight. And that was it. That was the line. That's how he convinced him. I mean, listen, fucking spaghetti is straight till it gets wet, so. There you go. But another thing that we were talking about was, you know, right now everyone has in an endless cycle of caffeine and melatonin and, you know, probably people are spending a lot of their days just sort of sleeping it away, you know, much like a kangaroo or a dog, a domesticated (laughs) kangaroo or dog spends its days sleeping, curled around a fire, dreaming of running around and chasing squirrels. Most of us are probably napping a bit too much, sleeping in. Napping, doing a lot of resting, which then gives way to dreams. And we were talking earlier about some of the weirder dreams that we've had. I certainly have lots of weird dreams, but you just recently had one. Yes. Listen, I've had some pretty fucking weird dreams. So (laughs) I was telling you about that dream the other night where Davey Havoc from AFI was having an art exhibition. Okay. And I see. Hold on. Before you go forward, when you said that, I just imagined him painting on um, maybe uh, with acrylics or watercolors, perhaps a whole art show of black cats. I wish it was that cool. X's, with little X's on their paws and like gold rain behind them, <laughs> glitter, purple glitter. Wow. And very all the paintings. All the paintings smelling of lavender. Lavender scent. Sensory paintings. That is something I could get behind. I'd be super into that. Like scratch and sniff artwork. Do you remember scratch and sniff stickers? Hell yeah. Those were like commodities. Yeah. So I don't know how it is in Australia, but in America, like in elementary school, those things operate like Bitcoin. It's like it's like black market currency <laughs> in elementary school. Far out. Well, that's get an something extra I could, burger. That should bring back scratch back. and sniffs. I would, I would get behind Lander bringing sniffs? those back. Yeah, I, are they, maybe they're around. I mean, when was the last time you bought a sticker of any sort? Mm, I mostly just like free stickers. I have a bunch of stickers on my also, guitar case of like Monty's and fucking sure random shit. Yeah, but look, but like, see, the whole I think not only was were scratch and sniff. Stickers kind of inherently cool on their own accord. But, you know, the whole point was you, you put the sticker on your shirt or whatever, and then it's an excuse for like the person that you like to come get close to you so they can sniff your sticker. Sniff my sticker. And you sticker. can't do that now. <laughs> that is, that is going to be you my can't? new code. Hey, baby, do you, you want to come sniff get, my sticker? No, you should, get, you should get a sticker, a scratch and sniff sticker that says sniff my sticker, and you put it on the bumper of your car. I who's gonna walk around fucking sniffing people's fucking cars? Oh, I'm sorry. Have you been on the internet lately? Lots <laughs> oh, of people. Fuck. I reckon. 
fucking, fucking there'll be a whole conspiracy about how you, I don't know. You seen? Fucking find Willy Wonka's sticker. <laughs> Have you seen that episode of My Strange Addiction where the guy is in love with his car and he has sex with his car? How do you have sex with your car? I mean, use your imagination. No, 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 no. no, This is not an imagination show. This is a show about dreams. And I want to (laughs) know how this guy dreamt up boning his car. I don't know. Stick your dick in the exhaust pipe. In the petrol tank. I don't know. I don't have a peen. First off, okay, first off, the hole in the petrol, or as we call it in Americana, gasoline tank. I hope you can't fit in there. It's not very big. And <laughs> if you're fitting it in the exhaust pipe, that's very big. So like there's no middle ground. It's either it's either you're like a, a John Holmes or an incel, a micropene. Listen, God made us all different and special, okay? Yeah. Well some of us in the middle need to know how to make love <laughs> to our cars. I mean, ask that guy. I don't know. But I was talking about my dream. It was so sidetracked. My God. Um, well, was that your dream? Were you making love to your car? Because it's far more easy I for women to make love I-30. to their cars. I'm not making love to that a, car. I'm saving myself a for a shift? Bentley. <laughs> God. All right, so tell us about your dream then. So, yes, my dream. It was fucking weird. So, Davey Havoc from AFI was having an art show of his paintings, which, is, which I would fucking go to We're, that in real life. With black, with black cats, no, smelling of lavender. Gotcha. No, I wish, but no. But it was only paintings of Davy Havoc, <laughs> right? So it was just self-portraits. Okay. And then I was looking at them that with a he friend. Drew, like he painted, he painted, he painted his own self-portraits. Right. So, so Davy Havoc was essentially like Dorian Gray. Right, exactly. Dream. Okay, so. Okay. <laughs> he did all these paintings. He also had some jewelry that he'd made, which was fucking weird. And it's not that weird. He actually did have a jewelry line at one point. It was mostly like necklace pendants of upside down crosses, but that's not unheard of well. because he has dabbled, as we know, in a little bit of fashion right, over the exactly. years. Remember Glitter Boy? What? Do you remember Glitter Boy? No. So Glitter Boy was his line on, at Hot Topic for a little while. Oh. Like back in like the early mid 2000s, he had a fashion line called Glitter Boy. I would wear... I don't care what's on that. I would, if you say Davy Havoc and Hot Topic, I'm on that, like, white on rice. Give it me. There was there was a... Um, I actually owned it, and everyone made fun of me for it. But there was, <laughs> there was a sweater that he had modeled on the Hot Topic website. And it was, like, burgundy on top, and then it kind of faded into black, like, midway. Like, it fades from burgundy into black. Right. And I owned it. I wish I still had it. I liked that sweater. It was like one, kind of an like oversized sweater. Yeah. I don't have it anymore. That's sad. They're probably yeah. like $200 on eBay. Maybe. I, I bet you I could find it somewhere. But probably. anyways, carry on. I digress. And then, <laughs> so I'm at this Davy Havoc exhibit. And he had this jewelry. And I knocked a ring off a stand. And it like cracked. It was like made of amber and it had like a snake over the top. And I was like, ah, so I just like put it back. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, what? I know you, I know where that came from. So, you know how, like when they talk about dreams, like you, you uh, I mean, there's whole books and websites on dream interpretation, but that one's easy because we were looking at rings. Yes. Oh, we were. For me. 
And and um, we talked about the Orbros ring. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure that that that, that <laughs> penetrated your self consciousness. Penetrated. And made deeply, <laughs> deep deep into your subconscious, <laughs> like a like a desperate man and his exhaust pipe. <laughs> and and inserted that little kernel of dream within your subconscious. <laughs> maybe maybe well what are some other weird dreams that you've been having lately um well i was talking about this with my sister and she reminded me of a dream she used to have all the time and this she had this recurring dream over a period of like two years and it was nearly every night she had this dream so she had a dream okay that she would walk out the front of her house right and this old woman would come in like shuttered movements like down the street the street's like full of like fog right so imagine like okay some um i don't know uh, just like a heavy thick fog covering the street you see this woman like shuddering up the street like in like frames right and this woman yeah, would grab uh-huh. her by the legs and like drag her down the street like to what avail to no avail. The whole dream was just this woman in a long black dress with like a tight, she's always said it's, she's got like a tight gray bun, like on the top of her head. And she would just okay. drag her down the road, which for, for what seemed like hours until she woke up. Interesting. Did you ever look that up to see what it meant? No, I didn't. Well, luckily we have Al Gore's internet at our fingertips. <laughs> look that shit up. So, according to Al Gore's internets, dreaming that you are being dragged signifies a lack of power or control in the direction you're going. You are feeding force. You are feeling forced to do something that you don't really like doing. Alternatively, being dragged symbolizes a reluctance in some endeavor. That's so hilarious. It might have been that was like just before she came out as being gay. There you go. There you go. There it is. So see, these these dreams have deep, deep personal meanings. I so I don't know if I've talked about it on this. Uh, maybe I've not talked about it on either podcast. I've certainly posted about it. But um, one of the things that I've sort of embarked upon during this quarantine time is hypnotherapy. Right. Right. Figured if I was going to have a bunch of weeks at home sitting around doing nothing, I could either exhaust every single video on the Pornhub library which also I am doing, <laughs> but uh, I could I could embark on a little bit of self-improvement. And so um, one of the early things that you do when you go through hypnotherapy uh, is you document your dreams. And for the first couple of weeks, maybe even first month, my dreams, which you know, were wildly vivid and extraordinarily um, strange. Yes. <laughs> They've kind of since... Be- as the weeks have passed by, I've gotten deeper sleep lately, and so my dreams are a lot less. Uh, well, it's harder for me to remember them, but I've definitely had some very strange dreams. Uh, back when we, I guess the first year we were dating, we would talk often. Nowadays, I'm older and I can't stay up as late. <laughs> but but when we were first talking, we would stay up just like till the utter brink of exhaustion, right? 
And what that would mean for you, unfortunately, is that I would start falling into dream state while talking to you. Yes. And just ramble on <laughs> all kinds of nonsense. It was unfortunate. Infa- it was awesome. <laughs> most infamously, when I took a train from Chattanooga yes. to Hawaii yes. to deliver some logs... I don't remember that. I mean, you actually, it's probably it's probably way better for you to tell the story than for me because I was half off my rocker when I was saying these things. So uh, for something fun and because I'm a total softie at heart, I started this book and every day, every day that me and Dave were apart, I would write something in this book that we talked about that day or that happened that day or, you know, whatever. And a big chunk of this book is of Dave falling asleep and talking about fucking weird stuff. A lot of times he yelled at me about not getting paperwork done. <laughs> Can't imagine why that occurred. No, I don't know why that would have occurred. That film life. Um, but that particular... Now that you've... I've, I'd totally forgotten about that until you brought it up because you were, you were telling me about how you had to get a train from Chattanooga, which I didn't know was a real place. Yeah, Funnily it's in enough. Tennessee, um, which I've only but. been to, by the way. This is what's really strange about that. I don't think I've ever been to Chattanooga. <laughs> the only place that I've been to in Tennessee is Nashville. Did a documentary on country music legend Clint Black. Uh, other than that, I've only just sort of passed through the edges on my way back from Georgia. So I don't know why I picked Chattanooga other than it's a funny name. Or why I was delivering logs from there to any other part of the world, much less Hawaii, much less via train, which seems to pose some problems once I'd get to the coast. Yes. I have no idea. But you were like adamant. You had to get these logs to Hawaii from Chattanooga. And I was like, what? What? But the funniest part about you getting into that dream state is that I can converse with you. And I can have full conversations. Yeah. So one of the things that I've always sort of had to struggle with in my life, I say struggle because it is sometimes really fun and sometimes it really sucks, is that I typically, again, up until very recently, and maybe to come back, tend to have very lucid dreaming. Yeah. Uh, Which I think is caused predominantly from not getting deep sleep, right? I mean, I know that there are certain techniques and and pharmaceuticals that you can take to to stimulate lucid dreaming but i naturally have always sort of had that and um the upside is that you remember your dreams and you can often experiment to some degree while you're in the middle of them the downside is that you're exhausted all the time yeah and you have trouble sleeping which has always been sort of an issue hence hypnotherapy but um most recently, I was having dreams where I was traveling a lot. There was a lot of recurring things. So um, in a lot of my more current dreams, I was I had to send something. So uh, stairs or ditches. Like outside of my dad's house where I grew up, there used to be this giant ditch. Yeah. Right? It was probably, I don't know, 20, 10, 10 or 15 yards, but you don't understand because you didn't No, I don't. <laughs> it's big. It was a big little dip, right? sizable do you like you ever been to like a park and there's like a big hill for you to like roll down yeah okay like that like that's that that's steep and it went into a ditch right and the ditch was probably only like four feet wide it was a little cement ditch that it would catch it would drain water would drain into there to to reduce flooding right 
So um, I've had dreams about going up and down that thing. I've had dreams about going up and down stairs, elevators, escalators. Uh, so that's constantly recurring in my dream life, as well as traveling somewhere. And being some confused semblance. about paying for things. Being confused about paying things, yes. No, it's not being confused about paying for things. Being confused. Yeah. In most of my more recent dreams, I walk into an area and I'm very confused. Usually it's very crowded and there's no order. And I'm trying to figure out the order of something. Right. That's a recurring theme. Paying for things, food. Food constantly comes up in my dreams, which probably explains why I have a lack of abs right now because I obsess <laughs> too much about food. You're a hungry boy. But just a little bit. Sex pig. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like there, there are some certain things that we all fixate when we start to dream and when we can remember our dreams. And I, I definitely recommend journaling your dreams when at all possible because it will enlighten you to quite a bit of your psyche that maybe you weren't even aware of. Well, explain the psyche of this. So I had a dream once and in this, I dreamt of this in black and white, which is weird to start with, right? I think most people dream in black and white, don't they? No, I always dream in like full color, but this one dream is the only dream I can ever think of where I've dreamt in black and white and it was grainy, like as if I was watching it on a black and white movie, right? So I'm looking down mm-hmm. like on this hill and it's like rolling hills like going down and at the bottom there is like a a shed or like a aircraft hangar or a barn or some sort of like old building that you open with like sliding double doors, right? And uh-huh. I'm running, but I'm watching myself run and I'm like trying to, it's like on those found footage films when you're following someone running and it's like jostling up and down, right? Yeah, super shaky. Right, super the shaky. MJF. So. When I get down to the bottom, there's these, (laughs) like, almost to the barn, there's these aliens, (laughs) and they catch me, right? And then... So this is like like some old grainy footage of aliens is basically what you're saying. I don't know what I was watching during this time. I can't remember. This is probably... I still remember it like it was yesterday, and this was in, like, 2006, okay? Like the Tom... Like Tom DeLonge directed your dreams for that evening. Maybe. And maybe some M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong, whatever his fucking name is. Um, but I get to the bottom and these two aliens have followed me down. They've grabbed me. And then all of a sudden it sort of switches to like POV, like I'm in the dream, not watching the dream, right? And all one right, of them yeah. holding me from behind, like holding the backs, of, like holding me by the arms, standing behind me. Yeah. And the other all ones. Right. Slow down, <laughs> slow down, slow down a little bit. What's he wearing? What's the alien wearing? Nothing, he's an alien. They need not clothes. Ooh. All right, all right, cool. All right, carry on, carry on. Oh, my God. Then he got out his probe and... No, he didn't. He didn't. There's there's nothing of that. (laughs) This isn't turning into an alien fetishist dream podcast. Um, Not that we are (laughs) kink-shaming. I mean, that's your thing, man. Fucking you do you. Get damn aliens. Um, But the one standing in front of me pulls out like a Polaroid camera and takes a photo of my throat and they're laughing maniacally like laughing like haha fucking got you like like laughing. inside your throat no or like just from of your the throat outside right so take a photo of like the front of my neck but okay. when the photo is developed it's an x-ray and there's a pencil in there and they're like haha um, were you, do you remember like a choking sensation at all no there was no choking kink daddy no, I'm not saying that. I mean, 
<laughs> I'm just saying, like, I would assume that if the the dream reveals that you've got a pencil in your throat, that you might have been subconsciously, subconsciously having some sort of feeling of choking. It's very possible that you were having some sort of asthma attack at the time of this dream, and your throat felt tight, and you imagined that you had something in it. No. 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 Okay. Nothing like that. There was no choking sensations. Nothing like that. But then they've taken the photo out and they're like, oh, like a fucking, see, like I told you, like laughing, showing me this x-ray photo from a fucking old Polaroid camera, which looks like it was made in the fucking 50s or some bullshit. And like, oh yeah, I fucking got you. Here's your photo of a pencil in your neck. Ha ha ha. And that's the end of my dream. That's the end of my dream. Did you ever try looking it up to see what it meant? No, there's too much to unpack there. Did you know? Did you, you should know, definitely look it up. Did you know though? Talking no, about choking in your sleep. Not. Did you know mm. that the average person swallows like eight spiders a year in their sleep? Yeah, I've heard that, and bums me out because I'm not, I'm not down with eating living, you know, animal dudes. But um, who cares? That's the <laughs> thing that makes me immune to spider bites. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but here's another thing about dreams. So I didn't know this. People tend to dream in either black and white or color based on their childhood exposure to television. Really? Did you know that if you grew up and you were shown a lot of black and white television when you were a kid, you're more inclined to dream in that same manner versus those of us who maybe, you know, were raised more with color tend to dream in color. That's really interesting. Maybe I've been watching The Monsters or old episodes of Adam's Family or something at that time. Well, it's funny because I made the joke about, you know, like aliens and Tom Long, but like when you see alien footage or video, what does it usually look like? It's either yeah. night vision or it's black and white, right? Right. So it makes sense that you would dream about aliens in a manner that you would have witnessed in some sort of film footage. Right. Fucking my grandfather was convinced he was abducted by aliens. Like convinced. Maybe he was. Maybe he fucking was. He would, I remember he would tell us this story, and it was funny the way he'd tell it. Because imagine my grandfather. He wasn't very tall. He had a bit of a belly. Really big, like, Coke bottle thick glasses, his little bald head. And he's telling these stories, <laughs> and he's like, I remember I was in my bed, and I was lying there. I couldn't move any of my body. I could only just move my arms, like, my eyes like this. And he would, like, dart his eyes around the room. And he's like, and then they'd come, and they're like, we're not here to hurt you. We're not here to hurt you. But he, would, he told, apparently they told him the world was going to end in 2021. And it didn't mean that everyone was going to die, but something big was going to happen in 2021. Apparently they're early. Yeah, well, fucking maybe they're early. Maybe he fucking predicted fucking COVID. But, you know, when they say things end, it might mean like there's a time of big change. Something might happen. We might start wearing shoes on our hands and hamburgers eat people. Well, it's a funny <laughs> thing. So do you believe in aliens? I, listen, I think it would be pretty ignorant and uh, egotistical to believe that of the vast expanse of the universe with all the different planets that we can see. I mean, there's like probably hundreds of thousands that we can't see that are outside of our solar system and whatnot. Sure. um, That this would be the only one that would inhabit life. I think that's just, it would be ignorant and egotistical to think, that that's fact so i don't know i agree i have some questions on do how they travel given the vast distance 
between locales, but um, sleep paralysis is often associated mm. with alien um, uh, appearing in your dreams. Like in the in ye olden days, uh, early mentions of vampires before Mary um, before Bram Stoker and um, you know the, certainly the book and then and then certainly before the movies came out. Uh, the way vampires were often described in old culture was what is now known as psychic vampires. Right, right. right? Which was associated with sleep paralysis, wherein people would uh, record or they, people would say that they had woken up in the middle of the light, unable to move their limbs or body, only their eyes, sometimes their head, and that there would be something, some sort of creature on their chest. Ooh. And this was... In fact, the phenomenon as that's known as sleep, sleep paralysis, whereas no. only a portion of your psyche awakes and the rest of it doesn't. It's, it's akin to like if you uh, were if you if you had all mental facilities during anesthesia, but the inability to actually move your body. That's what sleep paralysis would be like. And, and again, that. oftentimes creatures, yeah, oftentimes creatures are associated that you would be um, that have some sort of meaning to you. Like in like I said, in the old in the old days. It might be vampires, but in more contemporary life, maybe vampires have been replaced with aliens. Mm, 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 mm. And then that makes me think about how people wake up during surgery and they can't move. Did you ever read that story? Like the, the one video? The one video? Do you remember one? Yeah, remember Metallica's one video? Oh, fuck no. That's, that shit scared me. So, do you remember the video or no? No, I don't. Dude, it's so good. Like, okay... So it's taken from a movie, Johnny Get Your Gun, and uh, you know it's Metallica's playing one, and it starts with war footage. There's this guy who gets his limbs blown off, and he's trying to communicate, but they think that he can't speak or he can't communicate in any manner, and so he's just hearing these doctors talk about him, thinking that he's like basically a, a, a vegetable, but he's not, and you're in his head, you hear his thoughts. And you just see his little body like moving its head, trying to like get people's attention. But of course, since he no longer has the ability to speak and no hands or legs to write anything down with, he's left in this sort of permanent state of status where he's sort of stuck between living and dead. No. It's super dark. No. I remember it used to actually, like that, listening to that song used to actually scare me when I was young. Oh, I'll have to go back and rewatch that. That that reminded me though of sorry, getting way off topic, but that's what we do here at Coffins and Coffee. We Topics stick to one thing. Topics. Um, so I don't know if you ever saw it, but I, I watch a lot of fucking weird shit. Okay, so I'm sure was, like murder videos, like murder. And alien porn. Uh, I mean, listen, two girls, one cop. Um, so there, I think it was in the '90s. I'm pretty sure there was this guy in uh, Miami. That was, I don't even think he was a plastic surgeon, but he somehow ended up working in this plastic surgery practice. And um, okay, there was a patient of his uh, named uh, Alexander Bears. Leroy. Okay. <laughs> Leroy? No, his name was not Leroy. Well, that's a great name. <laughs> I mean, it's a fine name, but th- what? <laughs> what's, what's that? What's that? Thing from the video games where they start talking about Leroy. Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, what is that? Whatever happened with that? I don't know. I don't know. I'll have Young to... Jamie, pull that up. So, 
Oh, you don't watch. No, you don't watch no Joe one, Rogan. No one cares about Leroy jo- Jenkins. It's so old. Joe Rogan but- always goes on these tangents, and then he yells at Jamie, his producer, to like pull some random clip up in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> like, like if someone were trying to tell him about, um, whatever you were about to tell. What were you telling me about? I was trying to okay. tell you a, trying to tell a serious story about someone waking up during surgery. So, all right, tell me your serious story about Leroy Jenkins. So then. So there's this guy named Alexander Bears who went to this plastic surgeon, apparent plastic surgeon in Miami. He was, I think it was like Mr. Universe or something like that. He was, he did bodybuilding in any case, and he wanted to get pectoral implants. Now this fucking doctor, okay. yeah, like, who was like the Rock, like the Rock. Um, this, he went to this hack plastic surgeon who was not even licensed to practice medicine at all. Somehow ended up working at this fucking plastic surgery place. And this guy's like, I want pectoral implants right so basically this plastic surgeon in inverted commas doped him up with fucking ketamine right to put him under um, is that okay hold on let's pause let's pause for a second. because i see this a lot on the twitter what is ketamine and why is it so popular it's a horse tranquilizer when you take small doses of it it, it gets you high right all right but in large like, doses like, like Sorry? Like uh, like taking the slizzup? The slizzup? The purple up? Yeah. Is it like that? It's, yeah, the purple lerp? <laughs> it's it's given intravenously, I believe. But you, you can... Oh, that's healthy. I think you, I think you can... So you shoot up ketamine? No. Well, you can snort it. It is a powder. I, be- I don't know. But this was given no, intravenously. And okay. he right. kept waking up during the surgery screaming because this fucking fake plastic surgeon was giving him breast implants and he was using a fucking kitchen spatula to put these implants in. What did they look like afterward though? I, what cup? Oh my God. But apparently like the most fucked up part about it was, and you can find this online if any of you are interested, for some reason this hack doctor videoed the whole thing. Why exactly? Was he just trying to prove that he could do it? I or? don't know. But he like... did he Was he anticipating the lawsuit? I don't know. But the most fucked up, apart from the fact that he woke up during surgery, apart from the fact this was filmed, apart from the fact that this guy fucking used baking equipment to fucking put these implants in, the poor bastard, the guy that got these implants done, had to walk around for several months with the implants in before he could have them removed. Yeah, because it's major surgery. I can't imagine you could just do it the next weekend. But how fucked is that? Can you imagine walking around with titties? It's... Well, first off, look, I'm not against cosmetic surgery, obviously. Mm-hmm. You do you. But I don't know that pectoral implants are a common thing. And if it was me, I would do my fair amount of research yeah. on whoever I let slice my chest open and shove shit inside of it. So he didn't do that. So the penance for not doing your due diligence is titties. Because you gotta walk around with titties. <laughs> which you know what? Is not is that the worst thing in the world? I mean he had titties for months that he could just grab whenever he wanted. Reminds me of Robert Paulson from Fight Club. Yeah. But you know what? They probably weren't that big. If he was getting pectoral muscles, you know what I'm saying? Like unless the doctor was just a total complete dick. I got to imagine he wasn't using, like, fucking D-cup implants. What do you, you know? mean if he was sure a total, like... complete dick? He wasn't even a fucking surgeon. He was using a spatula. Well, 
He was hired to do a job. He was doing the best he could. You can't blame the guy. It's not like he had training or anything. Oh, my fuck. He was doing his... He was giving it the old college try. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You don't give it the old college try when you're fucking doing surgery. Yeah, and you don't go to the fucking guy working at the butcher shop in the alley either. Yeah, but to be and fair... If you do, you gotta walk around with titties. Have you seen anyone's breast implants from the 90s? They don't look good. Like in person? Like at all. I can't remember. You look like fucking Pamela Anderson. You look at like any of those famous people who have breast implants from the 90s. They look fucking dick. Like they look dick. I up. mean... I mean, only in retrospect, but like at the time, they looked great. I mean, you thought they did because you didn't know any better. You know what looks bad right now? That technology has just not caught up to the need is um is butt implants. Oh my god. Have you god. seen butt implants? Did you see that Dude, they're so bad. Did you see that woman? Like they look so fake. Did you see that woman that went to get the butt implants and they fucking injected fucking uh, like that liquid cement? Yes. Yes, there was a doctor. Let me see if I can find this. See, this is why we need a producer. So I'd be like, young Jamie, pull that up. You are a producer. No, no <laughs> you can't do both. All right. So, yeah. So, this was back in 2005, okay? So, there was this beautician named O'Neill Ron Morris who was injecting a whole bunch of people with liquid cement and tire sealant. Yes. Fuck. Like, their, like their faces. Like, you ever seen, like, really bad... Like 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 um like really poor prosthetics in a horror film. Yeah, that's what a lot of these people's faces looked like. It looked terrible. It looked. It didn't even look like bee stings. Bee stings would be would be generous. It looks like rocks in their skin. Yeah, but there's like the one where the woman got her butt implants. It's it's fucking massive too. Like her ass is huge. Like, I'm not talking some Kim K bootay. I'm talking, like, fucking gigantic, gigantic ace. But why not just eat like the rest of us? Because like, you want your... order a pizza, dude. Because you want your ass to be big and your, like, waist to be tiny. It's called cool sculpting, right? You cool sculpt your abs and then you just eat whatever the fuck you want. That's what everyone else does. Yeah, listen, you I don't know. about this cool sculpting? It might not be have been a thing in fucking 2005 or whenever that was. Do you know what the smart lipo is? Is that where they take it out from like one place and put it somewhere else? No. What they do is they run this laser, I think. I, I don't know the, exactly the science, so, you know. I'm not a scientist. I'm going to wall on this one, but <laughs> not a scientist, not a plastic surgeon. But they do some sort of laser procedure where they kill the fat cells. The fat cells in certain parts of your body no longer can store fat so you can still gain weight but just not in those areas so what people would do let's say they want abs or like a really small waist they smart lipo that area that area for forevermore n- never has the ability to store fat in it right i need so you that. just store it in other areas so you do it in your belly and then your ass has to make up the, the difference fuck yeah that sounds great I'll take three. No, I don't think it's very good. <laughs> it's not a good idea. I mean, listen, it's hey, better than getting hey, breast implants that... as a man. I mean, maybe. I mean, unless you I want don't it. Know. I don't. It's better than getting yeah, listen, unwanted again, I... breast implants. 
I can't imagine that this dude. I what does what did this guy look like beforehand? I don't know. Let's have a look. While you looked that up, did you see that video of the praying mantis eating the mur- murder hornet? I showed you that video. That's fucked. It's dark. I mean, Wild listen. Life. This oh, I just, just snatches saw. it up and he's all like munching down on it. Yeah, look, he's like chews on that motherfucker like it ain't no thing. Um, so this guy, oh, fuck, who does he look like? Brett Isnellis. Reminds me of like Ray Ferrigno. <laughs> Ray Ferrigno? Who the hell is Ray, Not Ray Ferrigno? Ferrigno? Lou Ferrigno. You said Ray Ferrigno. I know, I know. Oh, could... Is that like his cousin? Is that like Frank Stallone? <laughs> you know why? It's his less famous brother who can talk guy, but is really skinny. The caption next to it said, next to this picture said Ray, and I was thinking Lou Ferrigno, and I read Ray, so I said Ray Ferrigno. <laughs> Did you know that I've worked with Lou Ferrigno's son? Did you really? Yeah, and on his birthday, they brought him an Incredible Hulk cake. That's fucking sick. Yeah. It's on a, a show called Battle or Rush, inspired by Battlefield. It's on Go Ninety. I don't know if it's there anymore. Maybe on YouTube. But anyway, Lou Fregnos Junior's there. Oh, there you the go, show. Louis. You know what? You know what else? Though talking about like a drug-induced sleepness, sleep and sleeplessness. I I actually wanted to bring this up on our Reddit. I don't know because I on the Reddit pod. We had a Reddit podcast. Yeah, where I went, where I talked about all the weird Reddit stuff. Long Boys and Grandpa Joe. Oh, yes. I remember Long Boys. Yeah. Yes. So. That motherfucker. Okay. So. I'm not going to read the whole post because it's fucking long. So this guy on Reddit posted in the relationship section of Reddit. It's like, oh, my wife is gaslighting me. Please help. And it basically said, like, his wife has been doing things and then claiming she hasn't done them, like you're crazy, like all this sort of shit, blah, 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 blah. So he went away for this work conference and when he came home, uh, his wife started re- acting really cold and distant towards him, right? And he was like, well, fuck this. I'm going to go to bed. Fuck all y'all. So he woke up the next morning and he went to the kitchen. She'd made him a bagged lunch, which she never does. And she handed him the bag. Okay. And she said- she poison him? <laughs> no, she didn't try and poison him. I fucking wish like that was the story. Well, I don't wish that was the story, but that would probably be how cruel. <laughs> would probably make more sense than this than this story. So she hands him the brown lunch bag and she says to him, "It's cold out there. Better hoagie down." Walks out of the kitchen, goes into the bathroom, locks the door. He's like, "What the fuck? What do you mean it's fucking cold That's out there? Weird. Better hoagie down." What? So he goes to the bathroom door and he's banging on the door. What the fuck's going on? Wouldn't answer the door. He's like, cool, fuck this then. And fucking left and went to work and came home. He asked her about it when he gets home. She's like, that didn't happen. What the fuck are you talking about? So he's like, oh, why is she gaslighting me? Like, this happened. Like, I remember this happening. Like, how could I How could I imagine that and right. have it not happen, right? So anyways, she was all weird that night. He's gone to bed. The next morning, wakes up and he walks into the kitchen. Same thing again. She's made him a, a fucking packed lunch in a brown paper bag. And she says to him again, it's cold out there, better hoagie down, gives him the lunch bag and walks into the bathroom and locks the door. What the fuck? What the fuck is this bitch at, right? So he's like, fuck this, going to work. Next day he comes home and she's not there, right? But taped to the back of his front door is a lunch bag, says, it's cold out there, better hoagie down. All that was in it was a can of like root beer. 
So he's like freaking out going, what the fuck is wrong? What's going on? Right? Right. All right. So he goes to drive out to her parents' house or whatever to figure out what the fuck is happening. She won't answer his phone calls. He's like, I'm going to go drive to her parents' house. And halfway there, he has what he could only assume is like a panic attack or some shit, has to pull over. Um, he's like sweating profusely, pulls over for a bit. And he's like, no, no, I'll, I'll drive the rest of the way there. So sweating profusely, shaking, gets to her parents' house and knocks at the door. And starts like rambling onto her parents about all this. I don't know what the fuck's happening. She's gaslighting me. She's doing all this shit, blah, 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 blah. Becoming really incoherent. Turns out she shows him this footage on her phone, right? It's not aliens. It's aliens. So next to his bed, he used to keep a bottle of antihistamines because he was allergic to his girlfriend's cats or his wife's cats, right? All right, yeah. uh And he would take them before bed so that he wouldn't have mass allergies. His wife had been keeping Seroquel, which is a heavy sedative, right, next to the bed in an old antihistamines bottle because, funnily enough, she was allergic to her own cats too. So he went into some sort of Seroquel psychosis. None of this happened, right? That's like Ambien. Like what? So Ambien is a drug. Let me see if I can look at it. Did you, do you remember when uh, Roseanne Barr said a bunch of racist shit? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, am- all right. So, Amien is a um, uh, it's a narcotic essentially. Is my oh sorry, it's not a narcotic. So, Amien is a is is in its drug class. It's sort of a sedative, hypnotic. All oh, right. And it's meant for people. I mean, I guess it's meant for people who have hysteria or issues or or high anxiety or having issues um, sleeping. Certainly. It's a sleep medication, which is why I have such a uh, a weariness towards sleep medications. I know people are like, oh, I'll take a Xanax. I'll take a Ambien. I'll take a whatever. Those are the drugs that people often OD on. Yeah. Because you think you're taking it medicinally, and then you combine it with alcohol or you combine it with whatever else drugs you're taking. Heath Ledger mm-hmm. died yeah. on a combination of sleep pills and um, you know, whatever else, right? So... When Roseanne Barr went on her her racist tirade on Twitter, she blamed it on Ambien. And it's actually a well-known fact that a lot of people went on Ambien have these sort of like, I don't want to call them outer body experiences, but like they operate in a world that isn't real. Yeah. Like I told you about the naked lady, the naked lady that entered my house. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine she was, because, okay. So backstory, I don't, yeah, okay. So um, my ex and I lived in an apartment. And I had gone to sleep and she had decided to stay up and watch TV in the living room. Sometime around 3 a.m. She comes to wake me up and she says, there's a naked woman in our house. And I am, as you know, a very heavy sleeper. It is really hard to wake me up. And it takes me a good amount of time to become aware of where I am. So I'm super confused. So I'm like, what? And she's like, and I'm irritated because I got woken up in the middle of the night, right? right? Not at her, just just gen- a general feeling of irritation. And she's like, there's a naked woman in the house. So then I think, well, it's it's almost my birthday. Is this a birthday gift? <laughs> and alas, it was not a birthday gift. She's like, because I'm looking, now I, my eyes can focus and I'm seeing that she's clearly bugged out. And I'm like, what? And she's like, there is a naked woman in the bathroom. So now I'm scared. Because now I'm thinking, you know, like I live in a decent part of town, but like I don't live that far from Hollywood. And 
it's not it's not like we had just like maybe a few months earlier had some transients that used to like break into the laundry room and shoot up in there and like i caught one like in our garage one time like hiding behind cars so you know it's los angeles you know you gotta be careful yeah so i'm thinking i got a crackhead in my fucking bathroom now so i get up put on clothes because papa oscuro doesn't like to wear clothes <laughs> in the bedroom and i knock on the door and i say hello and she's like you locked me out you locked me out i had to go to the bathroom and I said, what apartment do you think you're in? She's like, you locked me out. You locked me out. I had, I had to go to the bathroom. It's cold. And I said, I don't think you're where you think you are. She's like, what? I was like, I need you to come out now. She's like, hold on. So I don't know what she's got on her. Because in my mind, I have not seen this person, right? So I'm imagining like a crackhead who's probably got like a fucking broken bottle or a knife. I'm trying to think what I yeah. have in my bathroom that she might try to use as a weapon, you know? And within a few moments, this young girl opens the door with the towel wrapped around her. I She was stark naked when she walked in. And she's like, you locked me out. I'm visiting my friend. I was like, what apartment do you think you're in? And she rattles off some numbers. And I'm like, okay. She rattles off my like home address, but not the not the apartment number. I said, all right, you're in the wrong apartment. And she's starting to kind of click. And and she did smell of vodka or booze, like smells like vodka, yeah. you know. But, like, she didn't seem drunk. It wasn't, like, drunk behavior. It was, like, she kind of had her facilities about her, but she obviously was out to lunch. So we walk outside, and uh, I walk to the next apartment over, and sure enough, that door is cracked open. And she's like, this is my apartment. I'm like, okay. She's like, I'm visiting my friend. I'm like, okay, no worries. You're all good. Keep the Go towel. Inside, lock the door. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I never got that towel back, by the way. So I'm upset about it. If you're listening, so Beach, bring Papa his towel back. I think, yeah, I think what happened was she met a dude at a bar, or maybe he was a friend. I don't know. I'd never seen her again. Yeah. So she was a friend for the evening. <laughs> she probably met a dude at a bar, came home with him, maybe popped some pills or something who knows? molly or who knows what i think she got up to go to the bathroom and i think instead of going to the bathroom she went out the front door and it was march so it was cold out so she probably walked out realized she was outside the apartment that she was coming out of faces another apartment not mine but it's mine's like around the corner but faces another apartment i think she tried to go in that door never looking to the left to see that her door was cracked open it was locked because of course it was and then she decided to wander around to my apartment which foolishly was not locked walked in while my ex was in the kitchen and proceeded to go to the bathroom that's fucking terrifying yeah this is why i don't do pharmaceuticals like that this yeah. is why i like to stick to the more organic homegrown plant-based methods <laughs> of going of unwinding Sleep aids, yes, exactly. Because I don't need to walk naked into some random person's house. Fuck no, fuck no. I, I. And the crazy thing is, what if she, what if she hadn't come to and just walked into bed? What if we'd both been asleep? Happy and birthday. She just decided to enter the bedroom. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so speaking man. of neighbors, our my neighbor, our friend Diana. She posted something on Twitter 
And I wanted to pose the question to you because I just thought it was really good. And I know it's like in a, it's definitely off topic from what we're talking about with weird dream states, but it kind of reminded me of a Fleetwood Mac song, the Fleetwood Mac song Dreams. And that got me thinking about Diana's post. And that is, if you were to start a vinyl collection, which album would you start with? Hmm. I'm trying to think what I did start my record collection with. Well, no, let's see. That's, that's okay. Look, I wouldn't judge on that right now. If, if magically your vinyl collection is gone and you decide I'm going to create a vinyl collection, what's like that one seminal piece of work that you need as part of your, your collection spoilers, obviously I given mine away. Mine is Fleetwood Mac because I know you're not a big Fleetwood Mac fan. I don't understand it. No one else <laughs> at home is going to understand it either. But like to me, if you're going to start a vinyl collection, you got to start with something that was born in vinyl, right? Right. Because you could buy a contemporary album and it'll probably sound better on vinyl. But like, you know, it's always better when you get something that was made for the medium that you're buying it on. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so that's why I go to like, you know, 70s, 60s, 70s, 60s bands. But when I think of those, like you could go with something obvious, like Black Sabbath was almost right up there. Um, Led Zeppelin would be a great one. I mean, you go Beatles, you go Stones, you go all, you know, but to me, if you want to encompass something that just sounds so rich on vinyl and is of a style that allows you to really hear all the instruments, I think Fleetwood Mac rumors or or their first self-titled album uh any of those would be great to start with i think everybody should have a david bowie record at least one like yeah in their collection. i agree like there should be at least one do you have one um i don't i mean not counting not counting our i mean our collections are essentially <laughs> merged i have ashes to ash i have scary monsters and um and ziggy stardust yes I don't know if they're melted though. Um, Janis Joplin, I got them pretty Janis used. Joplin Pearl on vinyl sounds oh, yeah. fucking amazing. Like, I believe it because again, it was music made for right. that medium. So it's like you knew because like, did you notice that like when we were growing up and certainly like in the early two thousands, that records started getting louder and louder. Yes. So there's a it's a whole phenomenon. Okay. Yeah. Every album was trying to get louder than the other one for the purposes of standing out. So, like, if you bought a, I'm just trying to think of some artists at the time, you know, uh, a Foo Fighters album, right? And it was a certain level of loud. Then the next person, the next artist that comes out, they they adjust the compression in such a way that it makes their album a little bit yeah. louder, which somehow, like, subconsciously makes it feel more imposing, I, I guess, attractive, maybe like, imposing, uh, uh, overwhelming, all encompassing. Metallic it's, is death you know, magnetic. Like that was a huge, that was a whole thing. That album is, oh, I was going to, I was thinking St. Anger. St. Anger was the one with the garbage uh, snare, yeah, right? Yeah, but Death Magnetic was a fucking shit album. It was recorded badly. Fuck you. I'm going to pretend that whole album just didn't happen. Anyway. What happened with those guys? I mean, the only thing I can assume is that they got so big and, and, and had peaked in terms of instrumentation with uh, S&M. Yeah. Which was them doing their songs with a symphony. That they decided to go the opposite direction and strip everything off, but it just never really no, worked. Never worked. Never worked. Um, but it, it's appropriate that we're talking about Metallica 
because their song Enter Sandman is an appropriate tie-in to this conversation about dreams. Right. Yes. Yes, it is. I, I, I didn't hate that fucking album as many people as many, as much as, as as a lot of people did. Which one? The one that had that song on it. What what, what album was that? Load Reload the Black Album. Everyone. What? No, what? Hold on. Oh, no. Hang on. on. Sorry. No. Enter Sandman. You're about to lose all of your metal credibility with one comment. Enter Sandman was on the self-titled Black Album, which everyone loves because it's amazing. Load was the album where they like, like, um. Oh, I'm thinking of. Um, what was his name? Wait, what's to do with the hair? Samson. Much like Samson, they cut off all their hair and lost all their metal power. That was Load. That came afterwards. Yes, I was thinking. I don't of even Lode. remember a single from Load. Unforgiven. I mean, that's a good song. That that is a good song, but the rest of the album is shit. A lot of people and Reload hate the was like Mark as well. Nobody hates the Black yes, Album. Posers hate the Black Album. <laughs> it's a fucking amazing album. Like, who the fuck hates the Black Album? Lots of people hate the Black Album. Who people who listen to Slipknot? Maybe. And Disturbed and fucking Goats Weird Twisteds. I don't know. I don't know. Those people those people need to get probed by aliens. Um, so on another note, I did have (laughs) I asked just a question for the podcast. Okay. And the weirdos have come out to play. Okay. I love when the, I mean, listen, if you listen to this podcast and so many of you across the world do, this is a place. We are the weirdos, mister. So I am flying high. <laughs> you're down under. So let's hear it. Let's hear the weirdo question. We, ling- we are the voice of the voiceless. We have some linguistical. That's a word. Questions. Cunning, some very cunning linguists have written Ooh, into us. Maybe. I don't know them that well, but um, <laughs> my friend. David has asked, if tasty is pronounced tasty, then shouldn't nasty be pronounced nasty? <laughs> if you're from the South, it is. Nast- you nasty. nasty. You nasty. You nasty. <laughs> or, conversely, tasty should be tasty. Yeah. Which actually I like better. Mm, that's, that's a tasty, tasty treat. That is a sound like tasty a southern- burger. You sound a little bit like a southern gentleman, you know, <laughs> something from the south. That is tasty. Um, Miss Bone Shatter, I do say, that burger is tasty. You, you tasty. That's how you talk to women's. You tasty. Yes, I say to women, uh, you're very tasty. <laughs> I don't know why I, you sounded in my mind like just super French. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, next question. David also asks, if drank is the past tense to drink, then shouldn't wank be the past tense of wink? Yes. Yes, it should. You wink. I like to... He wanked at me. Wink off. <laughs> Whenever, three or four times a day. Oh, man. Um, it all starts with a wink and ends with a wink. <laughs> What else do we have? Um, <laughs> my friend Drosty asked, what are the chances I'll develop stage one autism from vaccinations? 
fuck you, Drosty. Next question. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to answer this. What are the chances that you develop stage one autism from vaccines? Very little. Very little. Now, I know that probably some of you watch YouTube and you think that's a accurate substitute for education or reason or logic. But in fact, it's not. It's not. As our dear friend Leah said, I can put a lab coat on and do a YouTube video and blow a bunch of shit out of my ass and it doesn't make it medically sound. So, no. Stock up on those vaccines. Shoot them up. Put some ketamine in your in your vaccine. <laughs> Mix it all up. Get a nice, good cocktail. Drink it in, man. Um, be fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Josty also asks, how do you overcome days where you just can't? Now, this evolves from me. Generally, by the end of the day, when we get to the end of the day, and I've had my fill of dealing with fuckheads, I almost daily will sit down in the office, getting ready to close up for the day, and I'll say, I just, I fucking can't. How do you overcome days where you just can't? When you can't even? When you white well, girl can't even? Well... I can tell you this. Um, you enroll yourself in hypnotherapy so you can get the root of your frustrations. You engage in daily, if not multiple times a day, meditation to maintain a sense of presentness. And if you're so inclined to look for a deeper connection to a spiritual anything, I recommend ceremonial magic in order to create a deeper connection to the earth and the source that instills life into all things that are living and it helps you keep perspective framing is a very important and we all have bad days but uh, sometimes you can turn a bad day or something that just sort of triggers you or upsets you or frustrates you you can turn that around and you can frame it in a manner that makes it far more bearable or you could just eat edibles at night. Either one. It all works. And it's excellent. <laughs> and this is how you stay zen. It's how you stay zen. That guy in the flower shop said that you were a bit zen. Yeah, exactly. I like to get my flowers and keep a zen attitude. So that's the that's the answer to this. Uh, it's either self-work or marijuana. <laughs> um, sorry. Or both. Why not both? Uh, we had another question from Sam V. Blair, who's a longtime listener of the Grindhouse podcast. My man. Podcast. My man. Top listener. Top listener yes. from Grindhouse. He's been in there since Sam is the, dude. the beginnings. Uh, and he's asked, is there any place that you haven't been to but would like to go to? Uh, yeah, lots of places. Um, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? <laughs> outside. No, I don't actually want to go outside. <laughs> you Fuck feel that time. one. Uh, no. Okay. So, um, so, okay. My whole life, my dream vacation was either and or both Scotland and Ireland because I think because my birthday is right after St. Patrick's day Yeah. that, um, I always just sort of, you know, like, like, even though I find that that, that the American celebration of St. Patrick's Day to be nothing but an excuse for amateur hour drunks to 
kill each other in car wrecks. You haven't seen Australia and, on St. Patrick's Day. Jesus fuck. Ugh, I don't want... I, well, I saw Texas, so I'm sure it's pretty close. It might be. And actually, St. Patrick uh, was a bastard. He was this religious zealot. The snakes that St. Patrick drove out of Ireland are metaphorical for pagans. So what St. Patrick is celebrated for is driving pagans out of their native lands um, so that the, the, the Catholic Church could take over. So... Fuck St. Patrick. But because I grew up around that, and because I was always around my birthday, I always just sort of had this fascination with it. And then Highlander, the series, which pro tip is for all six seasons are free if you have Amazon Prime. I mean, fuck Jeff Brazos as well. But like if you have it, <laughs> they're free. So I watched the Highlander series and, you know, oftentimes they flash back to the, the character's life in Scotland and then Braveheart came out. And I just everything about that land just seems so gorgeous and just like sweeping rolling hills and remember I, I grew up in south texas which is very flat it's on the beach which is rad but like you know greenery is not something that's widespread where i grew up so ireland scotland were always at the top of my list um iceland is at the top of my list um and and tokyo japan yeah even before i met you those were always sort of my my main spots and i've never yeah and i've never gone to go to any of those i've been to Italy, and you and i have gone to amsterdam and germany and prague and obviously i've been to visit you in australia and through work i got to go to canada and used to regularly go into mexico as a kid before it became dangerous but um you went to jamaica either scotland i went to jamaica for work yep. yeah lots of crabs in jamaica so it's crazy crabs jamaica. in jamaica no seriously they come out like vermin at night. So what happens is at night in Jamaica, crabs come out from the ocean and they come on land overnight. So you'll be walking. So we're on this like resort, right? We're doing this bride's magazine yeah. thing. It's like a wedding. And um, if you walk around the resort at night, you'll hear rustling in the bush and like the little shrubbery that they've got. And it's crabs. And if you leave your door open, hey, they'll go in into the your bush. room. Yes. <laughs> no one likes crabs in the bush. Bush crabs. And you've got to, if you go to Jamaica, you got to be careful about bush crabs. It's a thing. All right, what about you? Where do you want to go? Where have you not been yet? Um, let's see. I've been to, I've done all of the UK. Where pretty much that was my, that was my first overseas trip. Trip actually, I went over there for a month, hired a car, and basically. Because you have a, you could you could you could have a, a residency there, right? Yeah, my mum's British. She was she was born in Peterborough. Okay. Um, so basically drove from the bottom to the top and then back down. Um, and I've been to Japan. I've been to Korea. I've been to America, obviously, a few times now. I've been to Amsterdam, Czech Republic, Germany, Japan three times. Um, if I could go anywhere else, let me think. God, God! I really New want York? to go to Singapore. Apparently, Singapore is awesome. Really? Yeah. Apparently, it's very, See, very cool. In America, in America, we have a little bit of an aversion to Singapore because some dude back in the '90s got caned. So, like, it always seems like a scary place. Thailand would be cool. Yeah, we got friends our in Thailand. In Thailand. Yeah. Well, he's going not in there? Thailand right now. He's stuck here. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's I mean, there's a lot more of Europe that I'd love to explore, but if I could think of somewhere, that, like, what about I, New York? I mean, no, it's not a country. 
Yeah, when am I going to New York? You've never been to New York, right? Once the dust settles in fucking three years' time Pretty over there, cool. maybe. People <laughs> stop dying. Um, so we had, um, we had one final question, um, and I've just All gotten right. out of the page. So let me just... Uh, let me just find that one here because I I escaped out of the page. Where is it? Come back. Come back. Oh, my post has disappeared. Um, <laughs> basically, oh, yep, there it is. Um, so our friend Anthony asks, what is the greatest FPS game of all time and why is it Doom 2? <laughs> I don't know what FPS means. So FPS first is player shooter? first person shooter. You're close. Um, okay, so uh, I have never played Doom. This is a question that would have been great for the Grindhouse podcast because Matt is a huge Doom player. He uh, He's a big Rock fan. Yeah. Matt, my co-host over at Grindhouse. Matt loves The Rock. Yeah. Like, I would almost venture to say a slightly unhealthy obsession with Drain The Rock Johnson. And as such, it makes him a huge Doom fan um, because The Rock was in the Doom. Um, but I have never played Doom. I only know it sort of through him. And I'm trying to think of a first-player shooter game I've ever played. Um, I think I played Halo once. Halo's first. Okay, okay. Well, I mostly fumbled around with Halo, but um, I don't. That's not really my jam. I'm really more into like a like story playing games. Like what's a Final Fantasy of Lords or... or RPGs. Uh, not not Lord of War. What's that game called? God of War. God of War. Yeah, God of War or Yakuza. It's kind of more my jam. Lately, fight games. Like I've been playing Injustice a little yeah. bit, um, which is entertaining. I played a little bit of Arkham Asylum. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. <laughs> the, 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 upside to this, the upside to this quarantine is that it gives me time to do a bunch of stuff but uh much like ophelia would has often told me i'm insatiable and my uh hobby interests are too vast to spend time adequately doing any one of them and that includes gaming yes so if you if you want to tell me that uh the best first player shooter game is doom sure i'm okay i mean listen i played the first like the old doom like old Doom, right? That was heaps of fun. But again, uh, I like much like you, pretty what much. About Castlevania. Castlevania was sick. I don't think that's first person shooter, though, no. is it? But um, they're talking about really... games, though. I read yeah. a thing today. They're re-releasing uh, Tony Hawk One and Two for PlayStation Four, which I'm very excited about. I did about. see that. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. But um, do you remember? What, do you remember Skate or Die? Yeah, Skate or Die was sick. That was awesome. They should bring that game I back. Fucking should. But um, if we're talking like uh, FPS games, like I'm not a huge first-person shooter game. I've played some. Like if I was going to pick one, it would probably be the Borderlands franchise. Now, a lot of you are going to fucking at me for this. The who? Who what? Borderlands? Borderlands. Borderlands 1 and 2. Those games What's are that? fucking sick. It's it's. Does it have like Dias de las Muertas in it and Chupacabra and La Gorena? I fucking wish it did. I fucking wish it did. Fuck it. I have no interest in it. Um, (laughs) Werewolves. But it was fun. Like the fucking, you know, the fucking main character, you wanted to fucking hate him. He was a fucking piece of shit, but you wanted to love him and hate him at the same time. Like the depth of the game was sick. Like the NPCs are all really lovable and likable. Like the story was stupid and fun. Like it was just a really cool game. Like that game was sick. Now, hold on. 
What do you think about the new cyberpunk that's coming out? That looks dope. I'm excited for that. Keanu Reeves? I'm pretty stoked Hello? about that. Yeah, yeah. The internet's boyfriend? Kind of a cyberpunk icon. Yeah. Is he, though? Yeah, he's the internet's boyfriend. I would have thought, like, Guy Ferretti was the internet's boyfriend. Mm. No, he... he takes you down to Flavortown? No, I don't want to go to Flavortown with Guy Ferretti. want to go to Flavortown with Keanu Reeves. Do you Reeves? want to go to Flavortown? No. Do you want to go to Flavortown? Who would... I want to know who the listens, listeners would rather go to Flavortown with. I'm going to do a poll on our Instagram story. Would you rather Guy go Freddy to... Or <laughs> Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Who do you want it's to the question of the you? century. Yes, put that poll up on the Facebook. Follow us on the Instagrams, Coffins and Coffee Podcast, and on the Twitters. I don't control any of that. It's all Ophelia. Yeah. So bug her. I got too many other pages to keep come up with. Come at me. And uh, come at her, but only I will come with her. Aww. So on that note, <laughs> as I am now Icarus flying way too close to the sun, it's about time that we sign off for the evening and let our listeners go on about their day and ask themselves what dreams they've been having lately and also what album they would start their vinyl collection with and any of the other number of ramblings that we've gone on about in this hour. So <laughs> Sorry. Of, I apologize every podcast to our listeners. Ear-satisfying audio. So with that note, this has been Dave and Ophelia. Thank you so much for listening. Be back next week every Thursday across all your different listening devices. And until then, good night and good luck. Peace.